0: Hello and welcome back to the Live Big Podcast with me, Ananda Kate, and today I am back from my vacation, ready to dive in. I got some new oracle cards actually called Buddha Wisdom Divine Feminine, the Heart of Quan Yin. So we're going to dive into those today. I went to a beautiful crystal store. And we're also going to pull from the Goddess Nest oracle card uh, deck once again so that we can find... Deeper meaning into the details of the oracle cards. So, grab a tea and let's dive in. Hello, everyone. So, I am pumped. <laughs> I have lots of energy after my vacation so awesome to go on vacation Uh, just reminds me how inspiring it is to just get out of your regular routine go do something different Um, we traveled just locally within our health region just because that's what we're allowed to do here Um, and there's so much to see here in British Columbia it is a beautiful province I highly recommend that you go and see this province shop locally um we went to nelson uh you know stopped on the way a little bit it's only four and a half hour drive we have a friend that lives in nelson so stayed there overnight but just outside of nelson so kind of in the trees in the boonies area um, really in the trees and he lives in this little wooden cabin um and he built a sauna um Uh, by himself and it's just it's so gorgeous inside and he has these lit up mandalas inside as well that are just gorgeous too and just spent the night in there danced under the stars in the middle of the forest and as soon as I entered that area of British Columbia and we sat on a beach to let our dog go in the river something about that area just really Felt grounded. Felt more. It really. I really felt at home there, and not so. Because in Kelowna here, it's it's more of a city, right? So it's very like you still got that like uppity energy of like people doing things, and there's lots to see and lots to do and lots to go out and see, and like a lot of um, things that you have to do, obviously, because it's your regular routine. But just being in a city that's just like a different energy and Kelowna is small, like it's not like a city like Toronto or Vancouver, it's small, it's like 120,000 people. But there's still that energy that it is a city or a town or whatever you wanna call it and lots to do, right? And um, yeah, so when I was there, just like in the middle of the forest with the river and just like in nature, there's just nothing but nature and so, so gorgeous something just was calling me home like this feeling like I'm going to be moving there when I'm older and I just felt like yes this is the future moving out into nature even more so you know like when I moved from Toronto to Kelowna to me that was moving from city to nature (laughs) okay like I am definitely more in nature now than um I have ever been, wherever I've lived, I've always lived in cities, so being in Kelowna in the mountains is just, that's nature to me, having access to the mountains, having access to the lake, um, yeah, just more, it's quieter, not as many people, but being in Nelson and that area is just like, people live there, and life is a lot slower, life is more about nature, life is um, just naturally more about living and slowing down and connecting to the river and the trees and the quiet you know with the birds chirping and it's just And you can see all the stars at night. It's just so, 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 so gorgeous. I can't express enough. If you haven't been there, you need to go. Um, In Nelson area, though, it's very, I would say it was way busier than I thought it was going to be, the Nelson downtown area. Um, It's not like busy, like Cologne or anything like that, but it was busier than I thought it was going to be. For some reason, I thought Nelson was just going to be like this sleepy, little, tiny, tiny, quaint town with just like really um, eccentric people because Nelson is really known for like hippies. Um, a lot of the, um, Vietnam war vets, uh, well, like the people that the hippies in the U S basically like crossed the border so that they wouldn't have to go fight in the Vietnam war, which is pretty smart because the Vietnam war was like for no reason at all. But, Um, Yeah, so a lot of those hippies, like, moved across the border into Canada and settled in the Nelson area, and that's why that area is, like, really, really, really grounded in that energy of, like, the 60s, right, and the revolution of that time, and it's just taking on that energy, so a lot of the people in our generation or younger generation are still taking on that culture, and shambhala the festival is really close to there um so there's just like a lot going on um there's a lot of crystal stores a lot of like himalayan salt caves um a lot of sound healing and i i spent an hour in this one store just you know grabbing a bunch of uh incense and sage and oracle cards and just i i loved it it was so much fun i just loved it and then we went down To Cranbrook, we you know went through Creston, into Cranbrook. Spent a whole day just going to waterfalls and rivers and beaches and um, eating at beautiful little restaurants. Yeah, it was just honestly, I didn't even think I was gonna enjoy Cranbrook that much, but I enjoyed Cranbrook just as much as I enjoyed Nelson. It's just gorgeous. And there's so much to see, like a lot. We were saying, you know, if you live there, you could have tons of hobbies, like mountain climbing, like rock climbing. The Rockies are there. Hunting, fishing, snowmobiling, snowboarding, like everything outdoors is there. Same as in Kelowna, but Kelowna is a little bit more deserty and um, not as many like waterfalls or hot springs or anything like that. But yeah, it's just gorgeous. It's all just out in nature. Cranbrook, I find, is a lot smaller, a lot quieter, totally different people, totally different vibe from Kelowna completely. Um, and not in like a good way or a bad way, just completely different. I, it kind of reminded me more of like people from Saskatchewan, just like a little more simple, quiet, totally very, very kind, um, but life is very simple there but just going through BC in itself was just so, I've never done that. Like I, I used to go to Invermere as a kid. Uh, we had a cabin there, so I spent every summer there. Um, then we moved to Shoe Swap, but we were just going to those destinations. Like I've never traveled through BC and seen these small towns. I've only heard of them. So And driving through all of interior BC was just so eye-opening and so beautiful. And the energy is so grounding. It feels so relaxed the whole time. So I'm really feeling, if you can't tell, um, my cup is full. I got a lot of energy. So I just wanted to give you a little recap on that and kind of share some of the energy of vacation with you because I think it's really important. It just reminded me how important it is to get out of your own routine and really spend a chunk of time exploring and adventuring this earth so that you can come back home and and fully feel ready to dive back into your regular routine. So like I said, I um, was at the store, I got Buddha, Wisdom, Divine, Feminine. The heart of kuan yin and if you don't know about kuan yin um, she is a chinese uh, goddess um, and she is the goddess of compassion or sorry no yes kuan yin is the chinese version of it uh, the tibetan version of kuan yin is the green tara so you might connect to either of those um, but she is the goddess of compassion and she can be called upon at any time when you are in, in, in need of that divine mother wisdom of complete compassion, um, not necessarily like, I guess not wisdom, but more comfort, right? She's, she is the goddess that teaches us how to show unconditional love and compassion. And so I was really, really drawn to these cards and it's in a really cute, tiny box. Like it's not your, your um, usual size. I really liked that. And on the inside, it says, These 40 Divine Wisdom Cards capture the essence of the perfection of wisdom. The Pranajaparamita Sutras. Simply choose a card and invite new insights into your life. Transcend your mental obstacles and understand the ultimate reality of nature in you and all things. Um, Take the path to becoming a wisdom being. So I wanted to choose a card from these. I haven't used them yet. So let's just, you just pick a card. They have these little um, sayings on them. Ooh, okay. So this one's Cultivate Perfection of Wisdom. No fire, poison, sword, and water can harm you. No fire, poison, sword, and water can harm you okay so it's it's kind of like you are perfection right without needing to um be at war with yourself or the or the earth around you i'm going to choose another card wisdom dispels ignorance and the last card is seeing divinity in everyone and everything you are nurturing your buddha nature within Seen divinity in everyone and everything you are nurturing your Buddha nature within. So that kind of brings up this message. I also bought this book. Uh, it's called Energy Speaks. I'm gonna uh, read from it on Monday for you, but this book, I'm telling you, one of the best books I've read. It is completely channeled. Like talk about an author who is just a channel. The entire book, he writes it from his spirit guides, so he doesn't even write it from his perception at all, it's from his spirit guides. And he calls his spirit guides the Z's, <laughs> the Z's, because they always come forward to him with different names like Zachary or Zafaria. Um, but then eventually they just stop giving him names, and there's only one entity um, because he was saying, he's just saying that spirit guides don't actually have names, but they come forward with names in order for you to identify with them. So first of all, I mean, that message just in itself is something that I have connected to very deeply on my own. So everything in the book, it really, it just confirms so much for me. Everything that I feel when I receive messages from my spirit guides and reading it, it feels like my spirit guides are talking to me like, yeah, it's just like I received a book from my spirit guides and they're speaking to me. And that's the the perspective that he writes in. So it's a really beautiful book, but something that he was talking about is seeing divinity in everyone and everything. You are nurturing your Buddha nature within. Um, so the spirit guides were saying that we need lots of light workers right now because the collective consciousness is shifting. Whether everyone is a light worker or not, the collective is shifting, right? And so everybody's journey, it doesn't matter who or what journey they are on, they are a part of this this collective shift. They may not be a part of the collective like they might not be um the light workers who are in front of the path, and what it says is that the light workers are basically like if you can envision everybody on the ocean and the light workers are the ones that are in front calming the seas so that everybody in behind can come forward right and when we talk about when it's when the spirit guys are talking about in front or behind, they even talk about how. Um this doesn't mean anything about your journey. Just because you're in front or behind it doesn't mean anything about your journey. It just means that that is your role right now. So being a light worker is just your role. It doesn't make you consciously better or worse than anybody. So try not to feed the ego in that way. But when you are a light worker, you are asked to go in front of the pack and calm the waters so that the rest of humanity can catch up to your consciousness and um knowing that all of those people that are in behind the collective in behind that are that we are creating a path for for them to come forward that when they do come forward that's what we want like we we this path is not about like, oh, I am more conscious uh, and aware than you are. I am more spiritual than you are. I am ahead of you. It's that I am ahead because I am trying to get, I want you to also come into your own consciousness, right? And so we are, this is what makes this work so um, selfless. Even though you're working on yourself and you are consciously shifting and peace begins with me, um, I'm doing that work so that all of humanity has the chance to come forward. And that's what's happening right now is that the spirit guides were saying that, yes, you are a light worker and we need as many light workers as, as possible. But just know that your work is of service, in service to everyone and everything and so to see yourself as better or worse from another is that, and in specifically, if, you're, if you are a light work and seeing yourself, well, I'm more conscious, I'm more at peace than you are, you are only creating separation and you are not calming the waters ahead so that those people can come up and, and catch up with you. So seeing divinity in everyone and everything is part of being that light worker. And yes, it kind of sounds like uh, common sense, but I think when you have a spiritual awakening and you start to know more consciously than other people and you start to see other people as asleep, the ego likes to judge that part subconsciously so we really have to use the conscious mind as a tool to understand that we have been chosen as light workers to calm the waters for the collective to catch up consciously and so that they can ride the ocean behind us right and um yeah so this seeing divinity in everyone and everything is very very difficult don't get me wrong i'm not like oh everyone is a saint and everyone is an angel and I see everybody as divine and loving every single second of my life no people trigger me people get on my nerves you know I am a human at the end of the day I embrace my anger I embrace my dragons so that I can use my dragons to transform uh, and create but that's the thing is like we have to actively embrace our, uh, ego thoughts and our anger and our shifts in sadness and irritability and all these things, we have to embrace that to proactively, um, come back to love. Right? So part of that is seeing those thoughts happen, being really aware of them because you do have them. Everybody does, especially people who have been Awakened to more ideas of the consciousness uh, elevation, right? If if you are up ahead on uh, on upon your ascension and you look back at somebody who's behind you, the ego wants to judge. I mean, that's a very natural thing to do. So, Kuan Yin is this symbol of being the light worker that does not judge, that does not separate. And really, truly, and deeply does see divinity in everyone and their journey, in everyone's journey. And even somebody, like this book was saying, even somebody who has forgotten who they are or forgotten their divinity or forgotten um, their soul light, um, they are still on a path that the universe has given them. So... Don't question it. I mean, everybody is on a path for a reason, whether they are depressed in bed all day long doing nothing, they are on that path for a reason. And it's hard for the ego to accept that. It's hard to sit back and say, well, they're not contributing and they're not being a light worker and they're not working on themselves, right? But please know that seeing divinity in everyone and everything is part of that process of acceptance and compassion for everyone. Um, and Kuan Yin really wants us to learn that and embrace that. That's what she teaches us. So that's what this card is, is giving us, this message, um, to really try and have compassion for even those who show up in anger, even those who show up as we see... Lazy or not driven or negative, pessimistic. um, Those people are divine as well, and those people are on on a spiritual journey as well. It just looks very different, and it doesn't necessarily. If somebody is on a, everyone is on a spiritual journey. So if somebody is not consciously on a spiritual journey, does not mean that they are not on a spiritual journey, right? We need to accept and have compassion for the fact that the universe works in very 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 large big uh, broad and also small detailed ways that we have no idea how how things are happening or why they're happening right and we have to kind of bow down to the idea that we know nothing so yeah so that's what that book is talking about with a spirit guide saying this to us and also this card and it's um something to think about when when we go out into our work if you are doing light work um to really have compassion for those that have no idea what you're talking about when you talk about reiki or you talk about frequency or they look at you with just like blank eyes Those people need our compassion because the work that we're doing is so that they can thrive as well. Not just for us. This journey isn't just for us, the ones that are in the know of this conscious shift. It's we are in the know so that the other ones will eventually be able to catch up. and That might be your niece, your nephew, your great-granddaughter, but we are doing the work for the collective shift and just like i was saying in the last episode humans natural state of being is to be in service and to plant a tree that we may never get to see grow completely we're doing it for the next generations and in the process feeling much better <laughs> feeling like ah i can actually enjoy life right and i can life is a lot easier this way i can flow and trust the universe and have faith And be in love with the earth and the universe and frequency along the way while we are up in front and and really um, creating the calm waters for the rest of of humanity to eventually be there as well. And that's what I pray for is that, you know, centuries down the line that humans are still here, but they have elevated to this this collective conscious space where... We can all astral travel. We can all meditate and be fully at home in our bodies if we want. We can use our bodies for vehicles of transformation and love instead of being bogged down by our small brains. (laughs) Because our brains are very small and we cannot use even all of our brains. But that part that is active in the brain is very, very loud. And it keeps us small. So seeing the divinity and and having compassion for absolutely everyone, even those who are completely not on a conscious spiritual journey, they're not interested in being on a conscious spiritual journey, they haven't been asked to be on a conscious spiritual journey yet by the universe, those people are on a divine journey as well okay they may not be ready for a conscious spiritual journey but they are all a part of this huge huge immaculate and infinite puzzle and they are one piece of that puzzle and without them the puzzle is incomplete (laughs) so lots of messages coming through today so i just want to choose one card out of the goddess nest here which is the book that i wrote last year and the book here is the or sorry the um Card is the inner child today. Inner child, beautiful card. I'm just gonna take a sip of my coffee, my decaf coffee. And the poem here is Rest, my sweet child, for my patchwork of aligned stars lives within you. Rest, my sweet child, for my patchwork of aligned stars lives within you. Let's dive into some details of the inner child, once again, here in the book. (sighs) And that's on page 166. Hello, little girl, the little child inside that has been asking to be nourished and disciplined. You've been looking for a parent who is loving and supportive, but also who gives you boundaries so you know that you are safe? If you've pulled this card, it's time to work specifically with your inner child, for he or she is calling out to you, even though she is scared, shy, and untrusting. Right now, he or she needs you to take time to go inside and find where he or she is hiding. Take time to meditate with her, or him, dance with her, or him create and be silly with her him show the inner child that you are here to be playful so that she can be playful supportive loving and also you can let her know that you are her parent no one else can give her the love she needs like you can let her know that what served her in the past to remain protected and safe will no longer serve her now once she feels safe enough to open up and express herself out in the world you will be able to dance together along the path of life and create love and be more vulnerable with the world around you you've got your own back and no matter what happens your inner child will know that she is safe to be herself and if you're unsure about where to start for inner child healing Ask the goddess to guide you inwards to find her and feel your inner child through meditation and consistent acknowledgement throughout the day. Remember that your inner child has wisdom too, so give her the attention she deserves when she shows up in life, but also have patience with her when she comes from a place of fear. Fear is her experience and sometimes she comes from a place of expectation. So you can gently tell her it's safe to rest and to not be fearful or to be needy. It's time to step up as the parent for yourself and show your inner child that she has a goddess looking out for her and that there's no need to worry anymore, little one. So stepping up as the parent for your inner child is really, really helpful so that you can allow your inner child to express herself, be more playful, be, have more fun, joke around, be silly. You know, because the inner child will not come forward in life and be playful if she is in a constant state of fear. And the reason why she's in a constant state of fear is because she doesn't have a parent. She doesn't have the essence of the parent showing up saying, We're safe now. It's okay. You don't have to live in fear all the time. I know things happened when we were little, and you've kind of like held on to that but because remember the inner child lives in the subconscious mind okay so we have to talk to the subconscious mind we have to uh, give mantras to the subconscious mind because the subconscious mind is based off of intention and self-affirmation in order to rewire that part of the mind i mean if you want to talk about this biologically But energetically, the inner child is an essence within all of us. And the inner child still lives within all of us. It just lives in different ways. So you can kind of tell who has nourished their inner child and disciplined their inner child and who has stepped up for a parent for themselves within and those who are in a constant state of fight or flight because the inner child does not know up from down, safe from fear, um, and just is in panic mode because there's just no, there's no guidance there. There's just no guidance there anymore. And so when you can start to step forward for yourself and actively talk to your inner child and not just talk, but listen, sit with the inner child, listen to her, listen to her, his fears and um what's coming up for them and also cacao is a beautiful way to connect to that that essence so you can sit and allow that playful side of the inner child to come up and create more of a relationship with your inner child essence as well so think about the last time that you were playful think about the last time that you were silly and just like carefree because if you haven't been that way for a really long time your inner child is is probably suffering and it's time to step up and be be the parent there because nobody else is going to do that for you okay your own family won't do that for you not the way that your inner child is asking for and that's why our inner child can be needy a lot of the time because the inner child asks for it from daddy or mommy how come i know you don't recognize me how come i don't get approval from you how come you don't like the way that i live my life Um, And the inner child can have this constant running story that just keeps you in this space of cycling, cycling, cycling. So until you learn to step up and give yourself that love and recognition and discipline and nourishment, the inner child will constantly be asking for it. So be aware of where your inner child is stepping in when when he or she is asking for that, that recognition from the world around you and give it to yourself. (laughs) <laughs> right peace begins with me we cannot we cannot depend on anybody else we cannot so um today i i dived into quite a few messages i hope it wasn't too much information as, as coming back but uh lots of messages coming through i got tons of downloads just bringing all of this energy from mother earth with me and i hope that you have a beautiful weekend it's gonna be great it's really really hot here where i am it's been hot all week Um, But hopefully we get a little bit of rain too. (laughs) So we don't have any forest fires this year. Love to you all. I will be back on Monday. Blessings and make sure to uh, see the divinity in everyone and everything. Namaste.